we're going to start this thing. Uh, just so you know, uh, this is Supreme Being Podcast. For those of you who are on Instagram, I recommend you join us on Zoom as, as it is a lot more interactive. I just wanted to start off. I have an interesting thing to share. I know I deal um, with a lot of bullshit, right? And I'm going to read, I'm going to start off by reading one of my hater comments that I got today on YouTube. Just so you can see the stupid shit you deal with and that you're going to have to confront in anything you do. Um, but first and foremost, sponsored by Team DC, my real estate team. If you guys need anything, make sure that you let me know uh, as we will take care of you worldwide when it comes to real estate. Second, this is sponsored by Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program for everybody. We had 60 people join last month, 60. So we're going to break um, over 200 this month. Easy. I'm excited about that. Go to briancasella.com if you want to sign up, go to the coaching tab. And lastly, uh, EXP Realty for you realtors. If you want to join EXP, make sure you let me know. And let's get started. Okay, I'm going to read uh, a comment that I got that I think is hilarious. And just so you guys can see, right? And you'll see my reaction to it because I'm, I'm literally laughing. He said, I can't stand this ugly motherfucker talking about me. He acts like he's helping us out, but he's just selling more of his garbage that he gives out for free here. Glad I never bought shit from you, you ghetto salesman. <laughs> and guess what? Buying a Lamborghini or other fancy car doesn't make you special or classy. LOL, I can see the raunchy ghetto in you. You look ridiculous wearing stud earrings while wearing suits, you fucking contradiction. How you've had any success is beyond me. You have the sort of face and voice that grosses me out. Cool. Okay. Uh, I got that one on my newest video on YouTube, and I thought it was funny because I want to uh, talk about something today that we can relate to that. All right. Um, hopefully, if you... Uh, are on you can see the ridiculousness of these messages right now I brought that up because a lot of people um, regarding what I just said will get very hurt right they'll get very very hurt uh, they'll get offended they'll kind of like get the deer in the headlights look and they will uh, we can say they will stop actually doing what they want to do right they'll consider uh, you know, not doing content anymore. They'll uh, second guess posting videos. The comment he made about my earrings, for example, will be like, oh shit, I should take my earrings out. So that's an example of you being hit with one opinion, right? And everybody's allowed to have their opinion. Cool. He can, he can hate on me. I don't give a shit, right? Like, uh, because what people need to understand is there's going to be good and bad. That's a part of this world. So there's going to be people who like you and hate you. Good. He hates me, right? One thing I can tell you that's a good uh, point that you're going to have to really stomach and understand if you want to influence people, if you want to be a big figure in anything, having somebody, having somebody get that kind of reaction is actually good. That means that you are good at what you do and what you do can stimulate such an intense emotion in somebody that that's actually a positive thing. Okay. But what you really need to realize is this, um, when that happens, again, a lot of people, and I'm going to go through a list of what goes through their mind. They're going to doubt themselves, right? They're going to feel this need to defend themselves and say, well, fuck you, man. And, oh, no, I'm really trying to help people. And they'll feel like they have to get on the defensive, which is wrong, right? You don't want to be reactive to it. I just deleted it, right? Because it's a stupid comment. But I wanted to read it to you guys so you can see it. Uh, there's no reason to defend yourself or justify what you're doing. And this applies outside of what we call online uh, attacks, right? That may happen in person. People might be passively, aggressively um, 
you know, talking shit about you where they put all the little social conditioning shit. Hey man, no disrespect, but I think you're an asshole and you dress like shit, but no offense though. And all that stupid shit that they say. So what you want to do is effectively be able to stay in the middle. And what I mean by stay in the middle is, is this, when you get praise, which I can read probably a hundred comments right now, they're all positive. I get that one. So what do we tend to do? We're wired to focus on only the negative. Somebody will say, Oh man, you, you, you got that hater to talk shit to you, but they'll ignore the other hundred comments that you've got that are positive, right? They'll do that. People will, will poke at that, right? And then even if you delete that comment or you block them, they'll say, Oh, whoa, what the fuck? And how are you going to, uh, delete it and you have something to hide or you know what's going on you shouldn't be triggered so it's like what the fuck whatever you do there's always going to be some sort of attack that comes with it so that's why I wanted to make the topic of today three or four things that I wanted to discuss that will make you rethink and be able to relook at what's going on in your life just so you get a better understanding of how to operate in your daily operations thoughts feelings speech so you can walk around with a little bit more comfort and a little bit more uh, relaxation in what you're doing, right? Because that type of stuff for most people tends to make them tense up, get scared, second guess stuff. I just laugh. Like when I first read that uh, line, I showed it to a couple people. Like I texted them. I was like, man, this is a good one. Watch. And everybody's laughing. And people really don't um, understand how I do that. Some people are like, bro, how does that not affect you? Um, I get more in the mindset of what would I have to think? Like I, sometimes I even put myself in their shoes just out of like morbid, sheer morbid curiosity. I'm like, what would I have to see in me being a viewer to muster up that, that type of hate towards me or anybody else? And then I sit there and, and, and sometimes I literally logically can't come to any even close conclusion to that. So I automatically think, okay, they must be crazy. They must be going through something, right? Um, they have an issue because it's literally, if I was to try to deduce that from what I see in the interactions and, and you know, what's given by that person, I couldn't come up with that. So then again, that gives me even more, we can say detachment from it because I know there's really no way that a sane person can come to that conclusion. Right. So, um, right. Somebody said, who has that kind of time? I don't know, dude. Uh, it, it happens regularly, but whatever. The way I see it is everyone else kind of is walking on eggshells and they don't have the balls to stand for something like I do. And that's why I get a lot more hate and attacks compared to other people, right? I don't play the safe lane. I'm willing to grab the bull by the horns. I'm willing to tell people to go fuck themselves. I'm willing to say, I'm better than you at this and I can prove it. And I'm willing to do a lot of stuff like that and that ruffles people's feathers. Like, obviously, that guy didn't like me wearing earrings. Well, I guarantee you, when it comes to sales skills, I'll mop the floor with that motherfucker. And he knows it. That's why he's mad. So when people see something they don't like and they're like, oh, man, whatever, they tend to attack, like people have said here, by jealousy um, or maybe they're going through a tough time and they can't get a break, as they call it, or have some sort of success. So they feel the the need to lash out to try to pull people to their level. And when you get hated on, and this is the key you have to understand, when the hater hates on you, whether it's online or in person, the only thing they're trying to do is get you to stop doing what you're doing or slow down. So by you continuing on the path, you're not giving them any power at all. If they get you to stop or slow down, 
then the hater is winning because they're getting you to get away from what you're doing. So if you want to now take, um, take some sort of, what do we call it? If you're looking to try to take some sort of advantage towards the hater or flip that on them, when the hate or criticism comes in, double down on your work, go harder. If you post a video a day, post two, right? If you're making 10 calls a day, make 20. Increase what you're doing, right? Do you think, because everyone on IG and YouTube always trying to sell you something, it could be. This, this is where I come in. When somebody tries to say, oh, he's just trying to sell his shit. Dude, I have, name another influencer besides maybe Grant Cardone who does sales and who's been doing it longer than me, who has given out as much free content as me. If we're looking YouTube, which I have about a thousand videos now, Facebook, Instagram. I mean, I put shit everywhere all the time. Twitter, free, free, free. I sell shit, of course, like everybody else. But I give so much for free, it's really hard to, to come at me from that angle because it's not like I've put out 10 videos and then told people to buy shit. I started making products and, and courses and groups like Modern Success out of requests. When I first came out with that door knocking product, for, the, for those of you who have been following me for a while, when I first came out with that, I probably got minimum 30 to 50 requests asking, have you made a product? Could you create a course or a seminar on that subject because I need help? I love your shit on YouTube. Could you do something more in depth? And after hearing that so much, I was like, okay, why not? So it was inspired from requests, not even me just saying, oh, I want to make a product. I never thought of that. And then I saw colleagues of mine doing these courses or group coaching things like I did with uh, Modern Success, which shout out to Modern Success. We had 60 people join in October. 60. Right? 60 people join, which is incredible. So shout out to all you guys, right? If you haven't... Uh, if you, if you haven't, uh, make sure you join. Uh, and, you know, I started looking at it. I was like, man, I should have done this sooner. So it was literally out of, I don't want to say necessity, but almost because people were asking me, right? And then other people who now go to my programs and courses and modern success, shout out to, uh, uh, God, I forget his name. Sorry, bro. Uh, he did a testimonial today in modern success. I know, I know it'll come to me. Um, he, he said, hey, I recently went to, uh, an event, right? Or a, a sales event, real estate event. And uh, Joseph is his name. What's up, Joseph? Uh, I knew I'd remember tip of my tongue. And he said, man, I went to this event and I was just listening to all these, these speakers who were, you know, top producers and, and well accomplished and this and that. And he's like, I've been in modern success for six weeks now. And he's like, dude, just listening to them after like the second or third speaker, I was like, I got to get out of here. I need to go study your stuff, meaning me. Cause I see now such a big gap in the difference of knowledge and the level of it, the depth of it and what you cover. And I told him, I was like, there you go, bro. Cause now, now that you've seen both sides, you can really have a proper reference point when I get on a video and say, you don't know what you're missing. Cause when I say that people are like, ah, you're just saying that shit. And you know, you're, you're gassing yourself up. But when you know it's true, it comes off a certain way. I'm like, dude, no, you have no idea. You need to get on and study this shit. Cause it's different. You're not going to find it anywhere else. And it's cool to see people now going through the program and having more success and everybody else, whether they're buying uh, and getting on modern success or a door knocking product or whatever it is. And I, I like seeing the progression over time as well. Right. And then, so you guys can see the manifestation of what I've created. A lot of it has been from necessity 
like, <clears throat> or requests, meaning people said, I want this from you. I want to do this. Hey, do this. Can you offer this? Have you thought about doing this? Have you done your own events? Like you, you see me doing events at my office, like every month or two, releasing products. Again, that was all because people asked and it put the idea into my mind. Right? So that's why you're seeing this. So with what I just said, knowing what I offer, right? Everything I've done, right? Being, and I have one more point to cover regarding that. Why would I even shake when somebody says, oh, you're full of shit and this and that? It's like, really? Why would I even consider those comments when I know what I'm giving and I know what I've been through? So you guys have to look at stuff from a broader perspective, right? And that's a teaching that will help you is you need to realize that whenever you consider a hater or anything that shakes you or stops you for a second, your perspective in that moment has become so small, you've not allowed yourself to see the bigger picture. So I understand from an emotional standpoint, if I do get hit with an emotion, a negative emotion, I, I remind myself it will pass. Even if I get angry, I'm not going to be wanting to punch the wall for a day. It's going to last a couple minutes. I breathe. It's gone. But your perspective in the moment is so small. You're like, oh, and you want to kill somebody. Okay. So let's transition now. I know I've been going off for about 15 minutes about this stuff, but I, that's the stuff that's happening in real time that I love sharing with everybody because I think it's the most impactful. And it's the stuff that you need to hear that ultimately is going to uh, help you understand about the day-to-day. Because I'm the one who from day one has been preaching about working hard. I've been preaching about communication skills, your mindset, cold calling, door knocking. So now when people try to say, oh, he just, um, you know, he's just flashing the Lamborghinis and all that shit. I'm sitting there like, dude, like even in those videos, I tell people this was earned knocking on doors, calling, hustling, and building the empire. So if you see me attract something now via social media, such as, um, let's say, me traveling and speaking now. I have a lot of companies and, and brokers and the California Association of Realtors and San Diego Association of Realtors. I've spoken with the guys from Million Dollar Listing four times now. Four times. Who else in the space has done that? Nobody, right? And I, and I do all this stuff. That was attracted from the hard work. How am I going on stage and blowing people away? And they're like, whoa, right? Like, how is that possible if what I teach isn't legit? You know what I mean? So anyways, three things I want to talk about, okay? And, and you'll see this exhibited in my behavior and communication. And you want to make sure that you don't fall into these traps, okay? The first one is this. Powerful, but you have to pay very close attention. And I'll give you a few examples. Social obligation, okay? Your attachment and repetitive behavior in this space of social obligations has soured your existence in life in business and outside of business. Here's why. For example, we're coming on the holidays, right? How many people do you send holiday cards to and gifts and this and that that you can't stand? You never talk to them all fucking year and you feel this obligation or you're, oh, that's just what everybody does and you send them cards anyway. How many of you or people that you know put themselves in debt, in actual debt, financial debt and strain because of, oh, I have to buy gifts for this person and this person and this person and this person. I can raise my hand and say for my birthday, getting awards, uh, you know, milestones I can say in my life, I don't expect shit from anybody. If you don't give me a gift on my birthday, 
I'm not going to cuss at you. And people are, oh, you didn't get me a gift. Really? How socially obligated are people to do that shit? And it blows my mind because that little, those two little examples I gave you fucks people's moods up. Most people, as much as they claim they love the holidays, they hate the holidays because of that shit and they look forward to it. And they dread looking at their bank account like, fuck, I only have 600 bucks and I have to spend 300 bucks for Joey and Sally and this and that. And I'm sitting there like, hey, bro, I'd love to get on Modern Success, but I have to buy these gifts for these people. I don't like them, but da-da-da. Another example, how many of you will go to these parties that you feel obligated to go to, family, friends, or friends, and you feel like shit at that party because you hate every motherfucker there? And you're like, I hate that piece of shit. I don't like him. All she does is talk shit and gossip. He's a loser. And you go. And you go. Because if you're like, well, you know, we do this every year with my mom and dad. And you put yourself in that toxic, bullshit, negative environment. And I'm just like, no. Why? I refuse to do that shit. Anybody? Well, my family here in America, the only people that are here is my mom and dad. Shout out to them if they're on. But they say, oh, they don't even ask me anymore because they know I'm going to say, hell no, I'm not going to go there. Because I don't want to deal with those motherfuckers. I'll get in a fight. Because all they're going to do is sit and bitch and complain and talk about the same stupid shit. Religion, politics, how miserable they are, how they're not making money, how they're broke, and how much they hate Trump and this and that. And it's like, why would I want to fucking be in that environment, dude? I want to make money. I want to progress. It's like, Jesus, dude. And I know if I went in that environment, I would call people out and I would get in a fight for sure. Cause I'm not going to sit there and let people diarrhea their bullshit into my head. Why? Why? So me knowing that I remove myself from that environment, yet people will go on here and walk around and act as if they don't have a choice. Yes, you do. How about people, if you're watching this or anybody listening later in the corporate world, when people write you emails and instead of telling you the truth, they're like, well, per my last email and they write you that passive aggressive bullshit out of social obligation instead of calling shit like it is. And I'm just sitting there like, oh man, I don't do that. Any of that socially acceptable sentences and blah, 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 and I wish you the best of luck and all that shit, I have completely eradicated that from my sales process, from my team's sales process, and everything else. So when you look at average or what's normal or socially acceptable, you're not going to find any of that. Okay. That's one of the other reasons I like pushing boundaries too. wait till I start getting tattoos and you'll see me show them all the time with clients. All right. I have a plan to do a YouTube video uh, soon with one of our uh, clients. We have a luxury new development property under contract with him. And I want to do the tour with him and the developer. And hopefully by then I have some tattoos going, which I've been planning on getting. I'm wearing the earrings. I might dress almost like over the top ridiculous just to further prove the point that age, what you wear, how you carry yourself. Yeah, it matters, but it's not as limiting as people think. Right? So social obligations, how many of you that are men, the social obligations have you by the fucking balls, just holding on to your shit like this. And you're like, Ooh. right. Same thing with the ladies, right? I know, a lot, most women that I know, especially the ones that are very pretty, have a lot of issues with it, right? They want to dress a certain way or do this, but they know all these dumb hoes out there are going to fucking talk shit. Other women are going to alienate them and, and, and talk behind their back. So they don't want to do it. And, the, and they're afraid, right? And not enough people do it. 
So then I come out and I'm one of these voices saying, okay, do what the fuck you want to do. And then I get attacked. But the beautiful part is in it is when you have the right people representing that shit who can stand on their own two feet and any hater crumbles at your feet, then that's the example people can look at and say, hmm, okay, cool, cool. Okay, wow, he's actually standing up to these haters and they can't do anything to him. Maybe I have a shot. So it inspires the next person to do it. You just need the right people, right? And in this world of online, especially in social media, everybody has a fucking opinion. I can hide behind a fake profile with no picture and talk all the shit in the world and nothing's gonna happen, right? Anyways, let's move on. Social obligations. Gave you a few examples. Pretty clear, right? Pretty clear what I'm talking about. And you can deduce and come to your own conclusions to what degree it's affecting you and what degree it isn't. Okay? Number two, never argue. Argument has to be completely removed. I don't argue with people on social media. If people talk shit about me, I don't respond and get into that whole shit. I don't subscribe to drama. I don't fucking gossip. I don't do any of that shit. I do not argue. Even if somebody comes to me talking shit about somebody else that I don't like or I don't really view very highly of them, whether I know them or not, I still don't engage in the dialogue. I don't care. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't subscribe to it, okay? Because this is where it carries over. Many of you who follow me are in some sort of marketing or sales job. And if you want to influence people at the highest level, whether you realize it or not, many of you are actually getting into arguments in your communication with your clients, whether it's verbal or text, and you will lose 100% of the time. Because when you argue with somebody, you force them to defend their position. And when they defend their position, you can't influence them. Okay? That's it. That's it. So, take a look. If in other areas of your life, outside of sales, let's say, or marketing, you are arguing and you engage in it, odds are, because how you do anything is how you do everything, you're engaging in it in your sales process, probably without even realizing it. And that is killing more sales than anything else. Why do you think you're told, and I preach on an even higher level, that even if a prospect says or messages you something completely ridiculous that makes no sense, you're like, okay, and you're told to agree with them. That's that. The Zoom link is on the story. Is Argument has to be eradicated. Eradicated from all areas of your life. Why? Why? Because your communication will suffer. And where communication suffers, your sales suffer, your relationships suffer, your own psyche and self-confidence and self-esteem suffers, and everything suffers. Because that's the root. Understood? Good. Let's move on to the last point. And then you can get your questions ready and I'll answer your questions. A little bit congested, right? Last one, last one, okay? So we said never argue. Talked about social obligations too, right? I'm trying to remember what the third point was. Oh yeah, I got it, okay? This is a big one. How many of you, right? You don't, you don't have to answer, but just think to yourself. How many of you go out of your way to every single question that comes your way? Every question, every request, whether it's a stranger, a, whoever, online, you feel this obligation to have to answer every question. I don't, but so many people suffer there. Getting stupid text messages from people all the time that I don't know, random ass emails, you know, and of course I do my best in most cases to be helpful and help people. But 
I don't have to answer them. I don't have to answer you. You don't have to answer me. We don't, we're not walking around. If a stranger comes up to me and asks me a question, oh, I'm curious, blah, blah, blah. I don't have to answer them. But we feel this like, I have to answer. I have to answer. No, you don't. Newsflash, you do not. Oh, why are you asking? Oh, I'm just curious. Okay, I'm like, well, that's not reason enough for me to answer your question. Try that. Try that. Oh, well, that's rude. That's rude? Since when? Who gave you the, the, the book of communication laws and, oh, anytime a motherfucker asks you a question, you have to answer it. What? Really? Okay. Now we can look at certain contexts again, like a sales situation. Of course, I'm going to answer the question from my client. Normal, right? That's a certain context. But in general, random text messages and all this shit, people DM you and all that, you act as if, oh, I have to answer, I have to answer. You don't. You don't. Just like if I request something from you, on the flip side, you don't have to respond. You don't have to buy my shit. You don't have to watch my videos. None of that. So where is this? Where did it come from? Oh, we have to answer. We have to answer. Oh, we have to kiss everybody's ass and be nice. That's where it comes from, actually. Oh, you have to be nice. You have to be nice to everybody. I'm polite, but I'm not just nice to everybody for no fucking reason. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I give what I'm given. Somebody's rude to me, I'll throw it right back in their face. If somebody's cool with me, I'll be cool with them. If somebody's respectful with me, I'll be respectful with them. So you really want to help? You really want to help yourself? Apply these things. It's really going to help you tremendously. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't want to go uh, too much because all of these topics I can dive into and talk forever. But what I'll do is I'll, I'll end it here, right? I'll open it up to questions for five, 10 minutes maybe. And we'll, we'll leave it at that. Okay. But I thought that was an interesting story and some anecdotes to share with you guys. So thank you for listening. If you have questions, I'll take them now, whether on Zoom or on Instagram. I want to answer this question. The other agent asked for 2.5%. Why would I list with you? Who's asking three? I wouldn't list a home for 3%, Simon. So I don't understand the question. Master the listing and buyer contracts. A lot of studying, Lunchbox. A lot of studying. I also sat with a lot of, uh, well, our office TC at the time at Century 21 and learned a lot from her, right? I just said, hey, let me sit down when you're going through files and doing stuff, and she let me. I've shared that on older, older videos, super older videos. So if you guys have questions, we'll take them now. Uh, let's see. Ooh, we got some sexy people on Zoom. Let's see. Yep. yep, that's true, man. That's true. That's so true. People are always going to hate, man. You're taking a Dale Carnegie course? No, I have not. Do you write your own contracts? No. Assistant does that. How has NLP benefited you? How well-versed are you, uh, Cam, Camarena, Steven, in uh, NLP? Um, I can tell you that most of the benefit is going to be your own process internal, right? People have NLP fucked up. They think it's something that it's not, right? But it has helped me tremendously, bro. Thank you, Ruby. 
don't worry about bothering people, AP Real Estate. If you worry yourself about bothering people, you're implying and you're presupposing NLP, Stephen. There's a presupposition there that you contacting them is bothering them. It's incorrect. You're not bothering them. You're offering your services. Uh, I tell people I touch FISBOs uh, usually about twice a week, right? Like Monday, Thursday, uh, Thursday, Sunday, or Monday, right? It's, that's usually what I do. And I mix it up, email, text, call, rotate, you know, keep it simple. Uh, do you have your podcast on Spotify? Yes, it's on Spotify, it's on Stitcher, it's on Google Play, it's on iTunes, it's on Podomatic, it's everywhere. Was I born in the US? Yes, first one in my family. At one point, I'm not sad about it. We'll be taking it again. Uh, it's cool. You're good. You already passed. Well, you're, you missed it by one point, Jennifer. You're good. Just retake it and you'll be fine. What are your thoughts on going solo versus joining a team? Eddie, I made a video about that. Make sure you watch it. How do you reset after some bullshit or a rough start to a day? Um, I think when we have a shitty day, quote, or, or stuff happen, it's because we're putting all our focus on that, right? I look at the next moment and, and thing that I'm doing, next moment, next hour, next minute, as an opportunity to do it, right? Just because some bad shit happens doesn't make your day bad, right? Why do most people have shitty days? Because one thing goes wrong or two things and suddenly it ruined their 24 hours, okay? You need to look at what you're doing and put it in perspective, like I said earlier. If something happened in the morning, cool, that's fine. There has to be no resistance to it. There needs to be, okay, I have 12 more hours to create what I want to create. What happened, happened. Fuck it. NLP books, start with intro books, Eric. Get intro to neuro-linguistic programming. It's going to help you. Starting bid for the Supra. I'm not, not selling it, brother. Never. Can you engage with investors without having CMA? You mean a comparative market analysis? Is that what you're asking, Pete? But ethnicity am I? Alien. Do you like Jordan Belfort's straight line persuasion? Yeah, I went through it like three or four years ago. It's great. Uh, usually, Simon, we tell people to do on the team, it's probably at least 40 a day on average, right? They shoot for 50, but 40 is like the minimum requirement. Doing any events in New York? No, uh, you don't need a CMA. Uh, Pete, you'll be okay. Just have a basic understanding of the market, being able to know what prices are. So if they do have an opportunity to flip, you can help them, but you don't need a CMA. Did you buy or lease the Lambo? Bought, Eddie. I made a video about that. I'm, the video I made of buying a Lamborghini, buying my dream car, in the pinned comment, I put all the financing information. Who financed it, what rate, what my payment is, how much I put down, all of that. Any advice for young realtors? Watch my channel. Neil, you've been following me for a long time, bro. If you've actually been watching my videos and you're asking me, you're young and you're not being taken serious, you haven't probably listened to enough of what I taught or haven't applied it. TV, it goes everywhere. My events are everywhere. Some people fly me out like they just flew me out to Florida, right? I'm going to Utah. Uh, in a couple weeks for an event in about two weeks to do it with Colton prospecting summit. I think we have a few slots open. If you guys want to sign up, that one's real estate event, but wherever they fly me out, I usually go. I won't really say no. I learned to say fuck them. Good. That's a nice word. What do you do when you have so much stress on you? I don't allow stress to uh, accumulate Ricky. You have to have meditation. You have to have some sort of physical exertion, right? 
um, you need social in your life, you know, interacting with men and women. Uh, I noticed uh, men, typically men who have a lot of scarcity with women in their life have a lot of stress, right? That might be the root of it. I don't know if it is. Usually meditation and physical exertion, like me boxing, you lifting and playing basketball, whatever it is, is going to help you a lot. I do negotiate our commission. Basic object, uh, objection handlers if we need them, Simon, but you'll realize once you adopt a strong system, you become more confident and you take them through a whole presentation and you're smooth, you're not going to get much kickback on the commission. Listen to Earl Nightingale. Yeah, way back in the day, Anthony, I started, that was one of the first people I started with. Yeah, listen to a lot of his stuff. He's solid, smart man. More effective door knocking and expire to cold calling. Do both, Stephen, do both. Do both. Sometimes you'll get them on the phone. Sometimes I get them at the door, right? Do both. Yoga helps, sure. Yoga is great. Breathing, relaxation, of course. Absolutely. Powerful trait I'm attracted from my father, probably uh, just risk-taking. I think I consider my dad a risk-taker. So, you ever thought about going on Super Agents Live? I've heard of that podcast. I'm not sure. Uh, I haven't heard it in a long time, though. I think that guy from San Diego has it, right? Thank you for being accessible, for giving us insight. Sure, you're welcome. I do like Commission Zinc. It's great, man. Loving it. Our experience with EXP has been incredible. Uh, yeah, I made some videos, decast, recommending books on YouTube. Uh, another one would be How to Develop a Six-Figure Income in Real Estate by Mike Ferry. It's a great book. Any Amazon people you recommend? People who do the Amazon stuff? I don't know, dude. I don't sell shit on Amazon. I did the glasses with Anthony. That's pretty much it. So I'm not the person to ask for that. Cool. Okay, guys, I'll end it here. Thank you for being here for all of the people who are loyal to the podcast and the brand of Team BC. As always, sponsored by Team BC Real Estate, my real estate team. If you need anything, go to teambcsold.com. Email us, teambcsold at gmail. Get in contact with us. We can help you worldwide. Um, also, the uh, Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program. Make sure that you uh, go to briancasella.com and go to the coaching tab and sign up immediately. For those of you who have been on the fence, the price for Modern Success will be going up soon. So get your ass on the program. And lastly, for those of you who are um, in real estate, talk to me about EXP. Let's get you on the team. Okay. As always, my friends, stay sexy, stay productive, keep making money. And we will see you on the next one.